Welcome to As Told Here, conversations and stories shared in the public interest in Studio W at WPAA-TV and Community Media Center. As Told Here brings community media to where you are. with you and welcome back to Humankind Both, Exploring the Middle Path. We left off on a very interesting note about darkness and light, good and evil, relativity, and I think we want to bring it to a situational perspective, um, which is going back to... The Nike story. The Nike story. The (laughs) Nike story is really one of which you could perceive Nike as being some darkness, um, the corporation, the, the corporation that's had a history of abusive labor practices and that kind of thing. Marketing to a particular uh, group of folks that really can't necessarily afford mm-hmm. their product. But this situation of backing Colin Kaepernick, which many of us, I think all three of us at the table today, maybe not in the future, feel that he is a symbol of light in the conversation about justice. By backing him, their stock prices went down, but their sales went up. So there was some darkness there that played for good in some respects. Your thoughts? Some people would say the darkness part was Colin Kaepernick kneeling down. That's that's, true. That's also a relative concept. Going back to the inclusive thing, I think if you you have someone who is patriotic, Mm. you know, he loves his country, or even was from the military or has a sibling who you know fought in the military probably gonna subscribe to the flag argument basically if you're not kneeling down you're gonna you're disrespecting the flag and he has a valid point who knows what story he has and then the other part is of course social injustice which is a clear thing that's happening but then the problem is is we know they both have a point they're both right in their ways how do we convince the other person I mean, it's easy to, to, to see how that's disrespecting the flag, um, but well, how do we... How, what do we want to convince them of? That, that those two people can be in the same room mm-hmm. and one can kneel and one can cover their heart. Right. They both can do it at the and, same time and approach, it with and approach it with dignity. They don't have to judge the other as they're doing it. They merely need to have their own truth right. or be allowed to have their own truth. We have to have a consensus, and, and it cannot be totally based on faith. What, what would you say is the take-home message? Take-home message is just if you, any group, neighbor, anything else, just break bread, hang out, talk, and you'll see you have a lot more in common than you ever thought. You have more in common than you have that's not in common, and that's with any group of people anywhere. For most people, absolutely. I agree. Um, what he just said. Spiritual laws are the same in all the major religions. It's just the physical laws that are different. I mean, what, what is the overarching message? So I'm just saying, you know, we, we are much more similar than different. Peace be with you and welcome back to Humankind Both, Exploring the Mythical Path. We're here with a few guests talking about racial injustices, how to combat them, what we should be focusing on. You know, when we, you know, we talk about the microaggressions, but we don't talk about the micro allyship. Where have you spotted an ally? Like, where have you seen it in action? Because I think that's the best way to learn is through witnessing someone else being an ally. Everyone wants to learn from someone that they can trust or someone that, you know, looks like them. I see a lot of opportunity here. It, it's just going to take a lot of us 
to do that work. One of the things that came to light when working with victims and survivors of domestic violence is that the criminal justice response is not necessarily the best response, right? Whether it's sexual assault or domestic violence, you know, victims and survivors of domestic violence don't want to see their offender arrested. They want the offender to change. And of course the offender can't change without their own consent. You know, <laughs> the first thing we always say when we hear someone tell their story of victimization is, did you call the police? And, you know, from the first police report all the way through prosecution and sentencing and all that, we are not a victim-friendly criminal justice system. And of course, when uh, folks who are arrested around domestic violence are folks of color, there's disproportionately dual arrest. And men of color are disproportionately convicted and sentenced to longer terms. So, you know, one of the things I love about this conversation of changing funds around the police isn't about defunding. It's not about saying there's no value for police officers. It's just saying we need to look at social issues from many more lenses, and that requires funding in order to have those multiple lenses. We're funded essentially to take the visibility of the social justice issues off the street so that they aren't seen, but we're not funded in such a way that we can actually help solve the problem. So, you know, this conversation coming up now around quote unquote defunding, but really reappropriating is just so critical um, because it helps feed that need to actually see someone through the change process instead of offering the immediate relief or band-aid, which is what we're capable of doing now. It's not even possible without allies and without a change system. We're, we're looking for ways to be allies. We're looking for ways to call out the allyship and recognize it and appreciate it. We're looking forward to talking about um, how to translate this more into action. I'm trying to stay hopeful. I know that's not an easy thing. And a lot of times you have to kind of pick yourself back up. You know, you have to limit, like I said, your, your watching of media 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it is that you think, the, you know, you can consume without getting deeply affected or weighed down. The, the important thing now is that we all try to find ways to stay hopeful in the midst of all this and to focus on the positives and to focus on the opportunities and ideas that we have and share them. And on that note, we will gather again to have conversations because conversations is part of the solution. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you everybody for watching and uh, join us again for our next conversation. This is truly what happened on a Shark Tank episode. Someone thought a stuffed elephant would be the way to bring families together to just acknowledge that something is missing in communication. And um, COVID is telling us that something is missing inside us in communication and in the world. And getting together with all of you helps to uh, restore that sense of loss. So thank you so much. Human, kind, both. Let's be that. Thanks to our local producers and Team Hercules for production support. As told here, conversations and stories shared in the public interest in Studio W at WPAA-TV and Community Media Center.
As Told Here brings community media to where you are.